options, choices, and we get up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't no goddamn it, what? Any, mini, mini, mo. Let's get it, let's go. If you ain't no what? What? Any, mini, mini, mo. Let's go. And we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. Welcome to Down in the Basement Podcast, where we tell you what's really going down. My name's Anthony. It's your boy. We got Simon in the house. What's good? What's, what's popping? We uh, we don't have Elizabeth because she is out in the field right now protesting. Shout out to her. We got Ricky, the soundboard guy. The one and only. Nice. Welcome, welcome. And um, yeah, thank you for listening um what's what's going down with you guys uh not much vibe good vibe check, check. right little vibe, vibe check. check um yeah. i'm cool i'm i'm chilling uh voice is a little raspy but hey can't complain i'm living i'm breathing and i'm here so yeah Ricky, how you doing you good good as i can be bro good as i can be it's just it's a day by day thing you know what i mean yep Absolutely. But got this podcast to look forward to. Got this beer in my hand, talking with my boys. That's all that's important. Yep. Yep. I gotta say, I'm blessed. I feel blessed. Still alive. Um, but it is kind of sad seeing what's going out, what's going on out there. And I do. It's been crazy for me because I live downtown. I'm not gonna tell you guys where. You guys know where. <laughs> but um yeah you could hear the tear gas being shot um and then yeah. the, the helicopter is just flying around um sounds like a war zone it sounded like a war zone during the weekend um damn it's kind of scary the the riot well the protest right was was like four blocks away from from my house so you could hear you hear a lot um yeah it's been it's been happening all around the world. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's the crazy yeah. thing about it. It's a global thing, you know? I mean, just going right into it, what, what's what been going down this week? It's just been chaos, mayhem, you know? A rebellion has started. Revolution is near. Ain't fighting until it's changed. I called it, man. Sir, nah, I don't know if I called it, but... Did you... Who knew that... George Floyd's murder. Yo, rest in peace to the dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. George Floyd, your death was not in vain, man. Honestly. This sparked a flame that is still growing. And it's been... How long has it been now, guys? A week? Eight, uh, it's been eight days. Eight days? Eight since days since the murder of George Floyd, yep. Eight days since the tragic... Brutal, disrespectful murder of George Floyd. And since then, a rise in activism. We, everyone is showing that they're not going to take this anymore. And honestly, I love it, man. I love it. I love all the protests going on. I love, did you guys know that there was a, literally, for the first time ever, maybe not ever, but who knows, maybe... There was a protest in every single state of the yes. United States. 
Yep. I saw when's that. The, when's the last time all 50 states did something together? Like, I, I, I really can't. Rodney King, oh, no. Not, not even that, bro. I'm sure, like, that, like, that was more centralized in California. I know it was, like, nationwide. But we're talking all 50 states to just be, like, on the front line of this whole Black Lives Matter movement is, it's, it's encouraging to see. Yeah. It's super, I mean, it's, like you mentioned, it's not even nationwide at this point. There's people who are in Paris, Amsterdam, um, Sweden, like, there's so many different other countries that are also involved in, in this, and UK, shout out to UK as well. I mean, it's, they're, they're pushing the agenda, they're pushing, you know, they're making a push for change to help us. And it's it's super, the word I can use is encouraging because, you know, we're far from where we, we're far from the finish line, um, but it's absolutely an encouraging sight to see that so many people, black, white, purple, yellow, tall, small, fat, skinny, just inside of this movement. And yeah. I don't, I don't even know what to say except that it's, it's crazy to be just alive during something like this because you know things are never going to be the same after this you know mm-hmm. bro i've seen so many crazy videos that just gotten me emotional and it's just the one that really hit me was this one guy this man that was about 32 was talking to an older older black man and he was about 50 i would say and he was i'm tired of this you know i'm tired of of seeing all this, he was just letting his anger out, his frustrations, you know, his emotions. And the guy was like, I know, me too, but listen, listen, like, it doesn't change. What we're doing doesn't work. And then he pulls a kid that's 16 and he starts just venting to him and preaching. He starts saying, how old are you, 16? In 10 years, you're going to be doing the same shit that we are, but you have to find a better way to do it because what we're doing isn't working. Then he starts breaking like his voice starts breaking up and he's just like, you could see the emotion really just coming out of him and just the frustration that this man that was 50 years old was doing this 20 years ago. This man that was 30 was doing this 10 years ago. And now this kid that's 16 is doing it now and is going to have to do it 10 years from now, you know? And it's just the media coverage is so exceptional that I just love how we're seeing Imagine back then, bro, all these videos of cops setting shit up, setting cars up, them themselves vandalizing stores to make the protesters look more, you know, violent. Yeah. Like, that wasn't available back then, bro. We're living in the age of social media cameras everywhere. Everything you're doing is being recorded by my $1,000 camera. That's what a phone is, right? Yep. Yeah, that's why this is so expensive right here in my hand. This is a thousand dollar camera that can literally live stream at that second what's going on and show you the truth. Yeah, like I think what like the the quote I've been seeing is like racism isn't like growing. It's just being filmed, you know, like this is this is happening every single day. Um, But now that we are live streaming and again, like all of these lives, countless lives that have been um, lost to like police police brutality those are just the ones that were that went viral if you think about it right we the amount of i think i saw a crazy ass statistic and the statistic was there was only 27 days last year that the police didn't kill somebody that's in there's 365 and only 27 of those days the police did not kill someone 
Seriously? That is honestly a super wild ass statistic to hear. Man, it's they have to be held accountable. This is all I'm saying. The the like a lot of people are fighting for the 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 to stop racism, right? But how is that really? You can't just stop racism, nope. right? You can't just say there's a law that's going to end racism, okay? You know? Yeah, there can be hate crimes based on race and if found, yeah, but the way you're you're you have to really break down the system that's in place to hold this racism down. And that exactly. starts with keeping these police officers accountable, the most well-armed gang in America, the police. I agree. What do you guys feel about people saying that you know, fuck like fuck the police, they're all bad. What do you guys think about that? Thoughts? Hey man, I I said it I said it last episode and I'll say it again. I don't believe I can't in my mind say that there's a good cop. I believe there's a good person who goes to their job and they, you know, they they do it and they go home. But like there's so many systemic inequalities that are literally like in that job, like rooted into the whole system that literally when they put on that badge, they're forced to patrol areas that are predominantly black or you know, predominantly ghetto or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I mean I don't think that there can be a good cop if the system that runs it is literally flawed to hinder one specific kind of person or the way they look like. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's my two cents on it. I, I, I say on your point, I, I, Anthony, what do you think? Let me let me, yes, let me ask Anthony, your point what do you first. Think? Before I go in. What do you think? About, <clears throat> about like Blue Lives Matter? No, just no. the police. The police? What do you think about the police? I think the Stanford study proves that if you give somebody the um, the the power of authority, then mm-hmm. it's um, they're going to abuse it. They're going to abuse their oppressors, or yeah, they're the the people they oppress. The for those that don't know, what is the Stanford experiment? Uh, the Stanford experiment uh, is basically a stan- uh, an experiment. Where they gave somebody right the um, the 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 power of authority, they so they assigned somebody to be a cop, and they assigned somebody to be. So it was a, it was a group of people. They were split in half. Half half of them were prisoners. The other half were uh, guards. Correct. And, and then in, what happened? Uh, in doing that, the study found that um, the guards started to. Um, really just abuse those that they were oppressing uh, those that didn't have the power and they treated them really bad and they didn't have no remorse um and then they flipped the they flipped the script and gave the people of um the people of uh the people uh, that were prisoners that was that was prisoners um the the power of authority and uh Mm -hmm. they found the same thing they started abusing them even after knowing how terrible um it feels to be uh to be a prisoner so yeah man it was a very very controversial experiment it was very because they they didn't even traumatic Yeah, yeah, because they they actually kept it going even when the prisoners were telling they were being abused they were being physically hit Mm-hmm. by the guards because of their corruption their their descent into corruption 
And because of this, it really just shows there can't be a police force, man. Honestly, the police system, I mentioned this before, was created to oppress minorities, specifically people of color, more specifically black people. It happened after Reconstruction. We needed to, the, the United States needed a way to keep them down because of the system that's built. I hate going on Twitter and arguing with people that don't believe white supremacy exists. No, it's it... <laughs> that they don't see the systematic obstacles, inequalities, everything that prevents people from actually progressing like white people can. Well, the With thing ease. is, and if you think about it, right, we go, we take it back from a, to a historic point. So they actually used to take like counties and they would redline areas where they felt were more uh, yep. available to go ahead and invest money in. So they didn't invest private funds into these specific areas. And then those areas that they kind of weren't interested in, they put the black people in. Um, and what happens in those areas is it becomes harder for them to get, you know, a head start on life, I'll call it, right? Get a good college degree, go to a good school, be able to have a, you know, a good paying job that allows them to pay for everything. I mean, we can go all the way back. And for anybody to say that there is no difference between um, black or white people in the system, yeah, it's it's absolute bullshit. That's literally right there. I would call a racist. If you don't believe that there is an inequality between a white person and a black person or any other person of color in this nation, then you are a racist. That's just simply put for me. And um, I think one thing you you asked me or you you had asked earlier, um, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. You asked about like the the police being um, like held accountable. I think that it starts there because if we were trying to fix the whole system we would have to go through all of the judges, all of the law, because we, it, that's how this country was made. It was made to literally profit one race and hinder the other. Um, I think that if we can prevent or at least hold police accountable of their actions, making it just as bad as if it was anybody else, it would prevent at least people getting put into that system. And I think that that's the point that can be changed. And that's the point that I feel so many people are out there protesting, voicing their uh, opinions on, um, and hopefully uh, sooner than later we'll come out with some sort of resolve for that. I agree 1,000% that police actions, they need to be accountable for that, 100%. You can't just kill somebody on the job and then just hide behind the badge because that's literally the system, 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 sorry, systemic inequality that is hindering it, like people of color. Do you think convicting the 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 three other um cops justifies it that's another I think, thing that happened this week right the can can you go into that a little bit more what happened uh so every uh, so the rest of the cops uh two three other cops that was involved in the murder of uh george floyd was also now convicted um finally finally and um, yeah, I thought you guys, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I mean, just just a little like insight on it, right? So the the main officer, the one who had his uh, knee on George Floyd's neck, uh, first and foremost, they upgraded his charge from third degree manslaughter to second degree murder, which, you know what, first degree is what I really would want for that because I feel 
it was premeditated. I, I, I think that he knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? It was a crime uh, of passion. I think so personally. Um, but premeditated means that he had been planning this already, but it it's hard to prove Simon. And that's why we don't want it to go to first degree because unless he has something written down, maybe in his phone or in a journal where he said, I want to kill this man. I'm, I, I hope one day I get the chance to, then that's premeditation. That's first degree. But if we charge him with first degree right now and can't prove that, he's going to get off like George Zimmerman did. That's well, exactly you, what they did with George this. Zimmerman. Isn't also a first degree murder a crime of passion? No, because it, it the, the only thing that's important is the premeditation factor. So if he if he thought about it before then it's first degree. But if it's in the moment he decided to kill him at that time, that's when it's second degree. And that's what we can't, that's what we can prove right now as you know, video is literally there. It exists. So we have to, you could still get what at least 25 years on that, on that, on that charge. Maybe first degree means you, you don't get any parole or something. I hope he doesn't get any fucking parole. I hope he rots. I hope he goes to general population because they don't like cops. And guess what? They're they are not going to like his ass for sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I guess I think in in regards to the severity of the case, as long as it can be proved and as long as this man rots in jail for the however long, like I, there's no time amount of jail spent that can take away from a life gone, in my opinion. But um yeah, I think also to touch up on the other three officers, they are also involved um, or charged. Uh, I think theirs are uh, third degree murders, so like manslaughter ca- uh, charges. Um, yeah, I mean, I think absolutely silence is murder. Like if you see it, a cr- like a crime like that happen, and you are helping, you're absolutely involved in the charges. Um, I think personally, if you watch it happen, you're personally involved in it in in it happening. So, um, if if the question was, how do I feel about the uh, three officers getting uh, charged. Does that justify? I, I don't think anything justifies the man's life being uh, taken from him. But um, if I had to choose a result for right now, then I mean, yes, absolutely. They should be charged. And that was kind of the first step of like hope for everybody even protesting that I would say, right? It was, yes, we want change. But right now we need these four cops to be charged with murder. Mm yeah yes so and i don't think this was possible without the contribution of everybody out there who signed petitions me personally i found a link that literally composed a letter to the minneapolis pd i got that and i sent it to everybody on my on my instagram literally just shared it with every person i went through each and every single person directly sent them that 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 little link because just by doing that, just by spreading it, writing your name down, we applied this pressure. And this is what we need. Pressure, protest, uh, communication, you know, disruption. I don't let's get into the riots. Mm-hmm. Let's get into. How do you guys feel about riots? Rioting. Anthony, we'll start with you. Uh, the rioting is the result of the problem. It's not a cause. You know? Okay. They're rioting because they're angry. And, yeah, I feel it. Um, I mean, it doesn't help the community. But as long as you're rioting and looting 
um, corporations, you know, I mean, that's fine. There's insurance. Yep. That's what insurance is for. But, I think, but for but staying, staying on insurance though, it doesn't, we don't think it just works like that where you get paid for everything though. No, that's not how no, it works. you could claim it and stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, you'll never get life back, you know. Um, and so the frustration is real. The anger is understandable. And um, I think now that a point has been made, um, it should be focused more on like the resolution now. I think the point has been made. I think the, you know, the four cops have been convicted. Have they been convicted or are they just like... They're just charged. They're just charged. I mean, like, Martin Luther King said it best, right? Writing, it's it's the language of the unheard. Um, Do I agree? Like, I understand that there are people who have no association with the police that maybe are getting hurt right now and i don't condone the breaking the looting the the you know the the fighting i mean i understand why it happens but the thing that i noticed and the thing i'm gonna speak about is that as of right now what we're trying to do for this black lives matter movement is to show that a we like we matter our lives matter and right now and what i've seen i've seen so many different people who are don't what i (laughs) They, I feel they're not associated with the Black Lives Matter movement. They're there to um, justify their own agenda. They want to be there just because, hey, I mean, we're also talking about we just came out of a pandemic or sorry, (laughs) we are in a pandemic right now. We've been in shelter in place for so long. People want to get out. They want to just fuck shit up, you know, and I think that if it does happen, um, I I don't know. Me personally, I don't support the writing. I, I don't feel that that is the way to to make our voices heard but i understand why it happens i mean we talk about the civil rights act right looting it was rioting for six days 47 million dollars in damage to 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 the to the nation and then they pass the civil rights act so sometimes it has to come to push and shove for people to listen because i mean hey if that was the case there wouldn't we wouldn't be here right now if -hmm. that was the case we can just sit there and talk and tell you why we're upset but you know, sometimes, like I mentioned, push comes to shove and people are going to get hurt. People are going to die. People are going to get upset. And that's just the that's that comes with going against the current right now. Why? Yeah, no, I get your point. Why do you guys think it's worldwide? Because I think that a lot of places it's I, I, I know racism, racism exists everywhere. I don't think it's as apparent to everybody than it is here in the United States. Um, and I think that there's black people all over the world. There's people of color of, over the world. There's people who are white or who are just not people of color who understand and they're good people and they understand that there shouldn't be some sort of divide like that. And I think what they're seeing from the United States, it's, it's just kind of like a, um, it's just showing that they're an ally. Why are, why are other countries involved in this? I mean, they also have family members who live in the United States too, right? I mean, they have they have people that they may know, or you know, maybe they're just you know ancestry from you know being black somehow, some way. I think a lot of people are affected by this 
And I feel like there's some people who don't even know that they really are affected by this. Some people, some of you guys might need to hit Ancestry.com and figure out, you know, where, where, your really roots, where your roots really came from, you know? What do you think, Ricky? What, what, what's your take on the whole writing thing? The writing or, the, or why is it global? I mean, I, I, I'd like to stick to the writing first if you brought that up, and then we can, we can go into the global, globalization after. I personally believe that writing is like you said, right? It's, it's, well, as Martin Luther King said, as you quoted Martin Luther King, writing is the language of the unheard. People have been holding this anger in for years. It's not just the past couple years, the past couple of, you know, unfortunate deaths that had to happen, but it's just, they're sick and tired of still fighting just to be equal. And I understand it, man. I, am I am I sad for the businesses that get tore up for from the rioting? Yeah, the looting. I just don't get why you loot. You know, small businesses. I get corporations. I get targets. I get you know. What's the other North Face? I get those companies that are really prosperous. They are gonna make their money back anyways. But mom and pops, man. You know, that's I personally think it's it's not something that you should do. And it gives it gives a bad name to the movement. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We will riot. But I want to, like, protect my own people. And the thing is, there's a lot of people out there, like you mentioned, that are not there for the right agenda. They're there to push their own agenda. The anti-fascist movement is one of them. They want to create anarchy because the system is so fucked. They're just angry at the system, but they're not pro black lives. They're not pro-black progression you know i know you guys saw that video where some kid broke jr smith's window nba player jr smith yep chilling at yep. his home saw someone in his neighborhood in his neighborhood breaking windows a white boy breaking windows so he went outside and he beat his ass straight yeah. up like why are you doing that why are you like breaking windows that's something that pissed me off too in san jose on the freeway protesters were i and i actually guys i didn't know this but i i just heard from from a from a good friend that did you guys know why in san jose they the protesters uh stopped the the freeway what was the whole purpose for that i have why? a good guess but i'm just gonna i want to hear the fact the reason why people wanted to, to halt the freeway and they stopped and they and they were protesting is because they wanted to give you, the driver, just a smidge of how it felt to not be able to get home. You're driving down the freeway. You're heading home from work. It's been a long day. And something just stops you. Something stops you and you can't and you can't go forward with the rest of your day. George Floyd was stopped, but he couldn't get home. He he didn't have the privilege of getting home because of this racist ass cop that kept his knee on this man's neck for nine minutes. He didn't get to get home to go home. You did, though. And yeah, it might have it been, you know, uncomfortable. It might have been whack, but. You at least got to go home after they, they started letting cars pass through. George Floyd didn't get to do that. Just imagine if that happened to you. 
and that was the message. But what I didn't respect was the guy breaking glass of random cars for no reason. Like that's what I don't get. No, those I, I like anybody again. I've seen quite a few videos, and I'm not gonna just sit here and bullshit that there aren't black people out there doing it. I mean, again, frustration is gonna be part of the this revolution. It's gonna be part of this re- this this message, but. It's not the first message that's being sent out. And I think that for a lot of those people who are out there and they're just going there to, you know, for their own agenda, they're fucking shit up. They're breaking windows, doing all that. Those are not allies. They have nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter movement. They don't care about black lives. They care about being outside of their home for a time because they've been locked up for a little bit and because they've been sheltered in place and because they've had so much time to sit at home. And now, you know what? Here's an opportunity. And I, I it and that like you mentioned, there's a lot of hijacking happening on this movement because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's people who leave their home, and they're being prepared for the worst, going to a peaceful protest as the the posters and the invitations to these is exactly a peaceful protest, but it starts off with, you know, and I'm I might get in my conspiracy bag here, but, you know. We don't know who's really starting all this shit, right? I mean, in in San Jose, you saw the guy with the little earpiece hanging out of his 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 uh his ear. You know, uh, you see all these like people who just don't look affiliated with what we're talking about. And I know that there are all sorts of people out there protesting right now. But I've seen from all the videos that I've seen, I saw a video today. White guy was uh breaking the window of some store with his skateboard, and then here comes black dude taking away the skateboard like dude what the fuck are you doing like you're literally you're creating an agenda for the you're literally calling for police intervention and you know police obviously because we see it every single fucking week and we have been seeing it for so long that there's obviously this out for black out for people of color um agenda and you go to a People, a Black Lives Matter protest, and then you start looting and rioting, and you start all this shit so that way police can get involved. I mean, those are not allies to me. I can't, I I cannot accept that. And that's, and that's why I don't understand the, you know, the the neighborhood damage. You know, if we're talking about Black Lives Mattering, why would we, you know, break down what they've built up, right? Why would we break down Black-owned businesses and, you know, stuff like that? So. I don't get that reason. I definitely think there's some anti-fascists out there that are just trying to start chaos for sure. And the people that stopped them, yo, shout out to y'all. I know y'all seen the videos where someone, one guy was trying to break the street to make bricks. He had a, a hammer and, and he was just, you know, cutting pieces off of the sidewalk so he could create bricks and they stopped him and they even gave him to the police. You know what I mean? So stuff like that to keep your protest in the name of peaceful and people who just go there to start shit trolls i saw another video where this sounded like a frenchman uh was was out parading or protesting and he told a group of people hey flip that truck turn that truck over and everyone's just looking at him like are you fucking serious did you really just tell us to to <laughs> turn that truck over and he's like uh and then he just starts freaking oh no 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 i was just kidding he's like and and they're like, no, are, oh, you're the one trying to start violence, huh? Blah, blah, blah. And everyone just started going against him, and he just ended up running because the mob was getting to him, you know? Dude, mob mentality is such a, such a crazy thing. It's yeah. good and bad. I, no, it's, it's, it, I, and like, I encourage, and I'm, I am encouraging, if you see people out there and you're out there protesting, call that shit out. 
let let it be known that this person is starting to fucking riot because we're not there for that. Again, will it happen? Yes, but this is also an opportunity for people to bring down our cause, and we need to keep our minds clear and our message clear as well. Like we are here to protest Black lives and inequalities of justice, and through all of this and through all this pressure, like you mentioned, Ricky, we got some. We got something right. We got four police officers who were involved in the murder of George Floyd, charged yes. with murder. Um, and again, it, it just starts here, but we need to make sure that the message is clear and the oh. message isn't writing. Mm -hmm. And and also I wanna say, if you're out protesting, watch out for undercover cops. They wear armbands, usually different colors on different days, but that's how they try to distinguish themselves so that their fellow officers can can know who's undercover and who's not watch out for them when you go protesting when you go some of them might even try to incite the violence keep an eye out for that so in the topic of protesting keep it up we're, we're going to talk a little bit later about future uh protests that you can attend at least in the bay area um, but definitely check in with your local local area social media pages there's got to be a bunch of them now and if there's not maybe you should start one that will definitely help the cause get people together let your voice be heard something else that happened this week is the uh drew Brees statement can you go a little bit into it simon yeah i mean that's actually pretty recent um if if he was having uh drew Brees was having an interview with uh yahoo finance um and he was asked, or they kind of went back to uh, to revisit the conversation about Colin Kaepernick's 2016 protest with kneeling during the national anthem. Um, and Breeze pretty much uh, made a remark stating that he would never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or this country. Um, Drew Breeze, I like shut the hell up forever. Yeah. Like, you know what, man, you, Drew Brees is from New Orleans, such a predominant black area where it has so much culture and so much just like for him to say that in this time from where he's from is just, it's blasphemy, bro. It is, it's, it's insensitive. It's, it's moronic at, at best. Um, it's getting a lot of backlash from a lot of people, a lot of different, um, uh, sports uh, players have been super vocal in it. LeBron James, um, LeBron James, yeah, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, Demario Davis. I, I mean, these are just among the few that uh, definitely went out and kind of just uh, gave well, yeah, the, what they felt. The, you know, the black, the black people. You know, yeah, absolutely. And like I, the one thing to be clear here about, right? Um, when Colin Kaepernick knelt during the national anthem, it wasn't a diss towards uh, the the troops, right? Because let me go into a little context here. So what Brees basically tried to go ahead and uh, reevaluate his, his statement. And what he said is, I love and respect my teammates and I stand right there with them in regards to fighting for racial equality and justice. But I also stand with my grandfathers who risked their lives for this country and countless other military men and women who do it on a daily basis. No one is saying anything about the military. This is a specific fight against police brutality and racial equality. And that was a fact from the get-go. And that's what Colin Kaepernick made it about. So for him to just kind of bring up 
the military and like no disrespect to it, especially in a time like this, it's just foul. I'm like low key canceling Drew Brees for that. You think his PR um, has some input on that? I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, sometimes you're in an interview, right, and a question's thrown at you, and your PR's not there, and you just kind of have to. Usually, PR deals with something after it happens. I'm sure he's ah, yeah. he's, he's he's out there right now, you know, trying to revisit. I know his. I know uh, Michael Thomas, his wide receiver, his star wide receiver, number one wide receiver in the league for 2019. I would say uh-huh. most receiving yards. You know what I mean? He he made it very clear that he was sick with that statement, and um. Yeah, man. Honestly, tension in that locker room, huh? I, I, as there should mm. be fantasy, fantasy implications. Oh, he's oh, for no. sure. Hey, getting traded. We need to, we need to, we need to put Brees. a pause on Drew Brees for that. Hey, hey, on a similar topic, how do you guys feel about something else that happened this week? The NFL put out a statement saying they stand with Black Lives. What about that? PR. Our company's, yeah. not, PR our company's not allowed to voice their opinions on this on this matter when they've been in a, in a similar way vocal uh, against it. I think it's fake way love. I I I if the NFL was really a part of the Black Lives Matter movement, then we would have already had this kind of support in 2016 when Colin Kaepernick knelt. Yeah. So, and you know, right now, I mean, the amount of companies that I'm seeing that just kind of show support. And I mean, did you guys see Ben and Jerry's support? Did you see basically what they, just all these companies that are kind of showing out, I would, I don't take it the same way as if you spoke against it in the previous time. I I don't consider that real. It's not genuine. Um, It's just kind of like, just joining the movement, you know? That's the way I see it. Hmm. Well, you, Anthony, you're giving us a little, a little, uh, a little look over there. Cause you're saying, you're basically, that's kind of like saying you want them to say, like, my condolences before you had passed no. away. No, it's not that. I mean, we are social, like, or I guess systemic inequalities and police brutality happen long time ago right it's been happening for the historic ages but now right we this is not the first episode i'm going to call it of kind of activism right we had this uh colin kaepernick kneeling thing they weren't vocal about anything they yeah. were actually finding people for, for pretty much right people weren't even like they were having so many issues with with the nfl when that whole kneeling thing happened so mm-hmm. like for them now to come out with and say we support black lives like when like, you're just right now yeah you know like like you just point. you just realized right now that this is an issue when yeah. it's been highlighted so many times to you already they had the opportunity no. to address it head first exactly. you know the only way i'm okay with accepting somebody who is vocal about black lives matter who had once spoke against it is if they acknowledge they spoke against it and they were wrong because that right there shows true growth it shows that we knew we were wrong and we messed up it's it's apologetic and that's what they need to be they don't need to jump on the wave and just say, hey, all of a sudden, everybody's on this wave, on this this push for um, equality. But, you know, we're, we're with you guys now. But last time we weren't. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that, that, that same feeling is felt. 
Yeah. Is there is there any way they can come back from that? From what? From, from the 2006. From the makes the mistakes that they've made before. How can a company like the NFL progress? I think it comes down to knowing, and that's my thing is they've already it show, it's it's apparent they know that there is some sort of by saying Black Lives Matter, you know that there's an inequality. It means that you've understood that you want black lives to matter. But my thing is, if you want to fight for it now and you didn't before, I need acknowledgement that you knew you were wrong, or at least you realized you were wrong. I mean, that's How? we're grown. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, I, I want you to finish your thought, though. No, and I'm just saying, like, think about it, right? Like, if one of your friends did something wrong to you and they just said, oh, man, you know, later on they said sorry. Like, that shit ain't enough. Like, you got to talk to me. You have to have a conversation. And I want to know why you did it wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, sorry doesn't mean anything. Sorry is just a word. It's the action. It's, it's the, the recollection. It's the realization. And that's kind of where it comes down. Company or person, individual or, you know, group. That's where it comes down to. It comes down to you knowing you were wrong and you accepting that and then you moving forward with the new way. So if the NFL wants to be Black Lives Matter, great. I need you to know or I need you to let us know that you knew that Black Lives Matter di didn't matter to you when calling Nat Kaepernick started this whole thing, right? Because that's when, that's when it was apparent that the NFL players wanted to start fighting for uh, systemic inequalities and police brutality, but the NFL wasn't there to help support that cause. But now, right, we're seeing so many different companies jump in and show their support and show their their um, involvement in this push. And now the NFL wants to jump into it. Nah. Fake way. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I also want to see some donations. Absolutely. And I ain't talking about I ain't talking about no bitch ass 100K. I want a mill. If you really feel bad, you're going to put up. All the money that you get from these black athletic players that make up the majority of your sport. If all Absolutely. the black players sat out, there wouldn't be no NFL. Are you kidding? That shit would be boring as fuck. I would not want to watch that shit. It'd be only Q QBs and defensive players. I'm telling you, dude, if no black people who played in the NFL, it just would become golf. Any sport, bro. <laughs> Golf straight up, bro. Just, like, it's, it's it, fucking ground polo. I don't know. It's like whatever the fuck you want to do. Right? Just... <laughs> like, you literally profit so much off of these men. And for you to, to, to deny their their protest, their peaceful protest, bro. We had this. You had this option. But you guys didn't accept it. You guys find players. Exactly. Or kneeling. You guys, the president came out saying you should fire those guys in a in a much worse manner than I said right now. So the fact that you want to come back now, I don't give one single care for a freaking apology. Put up a million dollars. I want to see you donate to causes that'll help these people that are out rioting, that are out protesting, that get trapped by police so that they're past curfew, thus they're arrested and considered domestic terrorists because this nation's president decided to call all protesters anti-fascists and make them domestic terrorists. If you really want to help, if you really mean it, put up the money. 
And that's what we should be telling these big corporations, all Absolutely. of them, all of the ones that 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 donate to Trump. Earlier on my Instagram, I posted a, a picture of, of different companies that support him. Here they go. In-N-Out Burger, Pizza Hut, KFC, IHOP, Applebee's, Outback Steakhouse, Waffle House, Olive Garden, Chick-fil-A. That one was obvious. Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> Taco Bell. Carl's Jr., Wendy's, McDonald's, Urban Outfitters, Coachella. I'll be honest with you guys. I love Coachella. I went for the first time yesterday. Uh, yesterday I'm tripping. <laughs> I went for the first time 2018, 2017. Mm -hmm. I believe it was 2017. Way back. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm hella tripping. It was last year. I'm hella tripping. It was 2019. 2019, I went to Coachella. Loved it. Am I going again? Fuck no. They're not going to get money from me anymore after this shit. How are you going to support somebody who literally wants to send military to shoot people? The biggest takeaway for me for this movement is the police is the most well-armed gang. The military, the, the president doesn't give a fuck. He will send people out to murder people protesting. Cops don't give a fuck. They'll shoot you in the face with the rubber bullet that will literally, it can crack your skull from too close. They're Did supposed you know, to be shooting them at the ground. Yep. Those things are not like tear gas canisters. All these things that they're shooting, they're not supposed to be shot at people. Bio and if warfare. they are, they're, they're supposed to be shot at the ground. And for rubber bullets, it's supposed to be hit. It's supposed to bounce up and hit you. It's supposed to be kind of to, to what's Crowd the word control. I'm looking for? Yeah, but at the end of the day, they're using this to, like, get you spray in the face. You. you know, I saw a video the other day, bro. Cops are out here doing drive-bys out their fucking windows. They are. And, and it's like cops are doing drive-bys out their windows. They're a fucking gang. It's insane, bro. Um, I want to I want to go back to a point you said about, like, the way, like, our president tweets. I saw a really interesting um tweet the other day or maybe i think it was later earlier this morning it was a guy who did a um, social experiment he tweeted every single tweet that the tr uh, president tweeted and his account got suspended how crazy is that for inciting violence yep so right. our president our what our president tweets is literally against what twitter essentially considers safe or you know their their platform um, that was just a wild fact that I, that I read and I was just blown away by that. So why doesn't he get censored? Because he's the president. He controls. This brings up another great topic that happened this week. Social media. Mm. When you have control of social media as Mark Zuckerberg does, as Jack Doley does, I believe that's his name. As these people have control of 6 million people's Instagram or Facebook has about 6 million people using the platform more or less. And you decide not to censor the president. Okay. Because the president isn't just tweeting all his tweets also get posted on Facebook. At least tweet Twitter has the sense to caution flag 
his tweet finally that was one of the things this week right they finally decided to be like yo this is false information yep and just uh be careful and because of that trump is already trying to pass a bill trump decided that same day to pass a bill yep to control social media but he couldn't create pandemic relief until a couple months yep he couldn't sign an executive bill to care about his his citizens but what he will do is create something so that he can continue to tweet yep another crazy ass fact on his twitter that i saw is that in relation to um colin kaepernick i believe he had about 285 tweets related to him there have been zero related to the george floyd incident the sorry the george floyd murder he hasn't he doesn't tweet about it he because he's scared to i mean this is we're we're talking about a man who while they're peacefully protesting outside the white house he leaves to a bunker you know what i mean like he hides and it's just it it's crazy man it is back on the topic what i really wanted to bring up this week was facebook because a lot of people are actually leaving facebook for the stance that they play in censoring or lack thereof censoring the president when he posts they don't fact check mark zuckerberg why are you allowing someone of this high power and stature to completely lie of this he has power he is the president he has pull and you're gonna allow the people on your platform to listen to lies that he spreads that says a lot about Mark Zuckerberg, how how Simon mentioned earlier that there was an account on Twitter that tweeted the exact same way the president did, but he got suspended and taken down. Why hasn't that happened to our president either? That's what I want to know. Valid questions. Silent answers, though, I'm sure. (laughs) We have to remember this every time we use social media. Yes, Twitter honestly is the best place for information if you want to get real videos of what's going down in the streets twitter's where you want to go instagram it's not going to work and and this i actually wanted to bring up another another thing that we actually had a discussion about this whole blackout movement this whole blackout movement if for for those that I imagine most of our our listeners know already, but this blackout happened where people on, on Instagram posted a black picture, completely just nothing. And it was to stand in solidarity with Simon. You can correct me if I'm wrong, because you were you were one of the first people I saw that 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 got into this movement. But it was to stand in solidarity with the black lives matter movement created by a a dance organization a dance um yeah they they were basically using it to stop streaming and stop alluding to anything other than black lives and strictly just post about things happening in the movement around the world that had to do with that movement correct that is correct that was the initial idea of it yes um it was a little counterintuitive the way it was released i believe what what everybody was doing and i and i can see i know me and you ricky we had a conversation about it i don't know if your specific stance was kind of just not using the black lives matter tag because of you know limiting people's access to 
important information. Um, but yeah, that's essentially what happened. Um, it was a, a way for everybody to stand in solidarity um, to help support the cause of Black Lives Matter. Um, what ended up happening, um, and the way I can see how it got misconstrued to be a hurtful thing, um, is everybody was using the Black Lives Matter hashtag with it. And along with it, um, what happened is you started to see only black screens when you can look into Black Lives Matter. Um, I know uh, there was some corrective actions that a lot of people were doing where they're changing the tag to Blackout Tuesday. Um, so that way uh, things could start to regain. Because I know what, what happens, and you mentioned it earlier, these social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, they're, they're literally kind of becoming our, our source of what's going on. Right. We're we're starting to intake our news from people who are on the front line and not from the news. You see the news, what they're talking about, all the riots and stuff. They don't show you who's causing the riots. Though. They don't they just kind of give you this cut out picture. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the whole Blackout Tuesday thing or Black, uh, Blackout Tuesday thing, um, it, I would say it started off as um, a genuine reason or, or there was a genuine cause behind it. But I just think that the way it was executed did. Um, flaw a little bit in regards to um, overflowing the Black Lives Matter hashtag with just black screens. You were in support of it because why? Because what it, like it, the, the cause of it was for people to stand in solidarity. And the thing is, I understand that I I understood just the black picture. It, for me personally, it shows a it's 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 like kind of putting up the batman signal up it's showing that you know what i support this cause it's i am here for it granted the way it was executed definitely did hinder out the the black lives matter hashtag which is literally one of the most important streams of information for people so yeah if michael my answer to you was i did it to stand in solidarity with my brothers and my sisters to support black lives matters anthony were you against it were you for it um, yeah, I'm for it because it's a way of, you know, protest for people to protest and I'm all for that. Um, yeah. I'll be quite honest. The whole, I think the protesting on the street is more effective. Mm -hmm. Um, but if, if there's an outcome that resulted from doing that, if that sent a message, and it worked, then yeah, I'm all for that. That was a peaceful way to protest. And I think that was an effective way of protesting. So mm -hmm. I am all for that. Why do you uh, think it was effective? I, don't I think he was saying if he said if it was effective. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but my, my thing is, bro, like, why are people like, and I'm going to, because Ricky, I, I think that you have the opposite stance on this. And why I can go people, into that. And I and I and I want to hear it, but like my concern with all this is like there this, there's still people just trying to show support somehow, some way. And I understand that like you know for some people it's like the, I understand the Black Lives Matter hashtag is where I see the wrong in it because I understand how important that stream of information is to people who are protesting, people who want to keep updated with the whole movement and just get really like needed information. So, like, other than that, like, what what would be your your like against? What what is your stance on why is your against? And let me and let me go into it. So, I definitely was against it. In fact, you know, once our once our our uh, 
our social media put it up, I was like, mm, I don't support this. And I was vocal about it to you guys. We had a discussion. And the reason why I think it wasn't helpful is because there is nothing that comes out of just having a black screen. That, and to me, I it is a form of activism. Okay. I don't think it is a beneficial act of, of activism because there are people that literally don't post anything but decide to post a black picture to say they stand in solidarity but will continue not to post anything else. And to that I say to you, so yeah, let's say six million people shared that picture. What does that what does that do in terms of is that a number you're going to show to the president and be like, hey, just so you know, we had this many people. I would rather have each well, of those. What's the difference people. between a petition, bro? I think it's an That's awareness. That's exactly the difference. A petition will have signatures. It will have more action than just a picture. And that power- is what speaks numbers. And this, and this, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna continue just talking about what I saw about it because while I, apart from it, you know, also being detrimental to the hashtag, which is how people get information, as you've already mentioned, Simon, it also a lot of people got the idea misconstrued. They didn't know that it was a day to only post about Black Lives Matter movement. Because when I first asked the group, why are we doing this? Nobody told me it was a day where we're just going to be silent and just be in singularity. Or not singularity, that's opposite of what what it is, solidarity. And that's how I took it. And I bet you that's how a lot of other people took it. They were like, oh, we shouldn't post at all. It wasn't until people started posting, no, this is the correct message. This A lot of celebrities were also like, I don't think people understand what this whole movement is about. In my opinion, I think it is better to post more videos. Because once you stop, once you did this blackout and a lot of people stopped posting stuff, that gives time for police departments, for governments to go through social media and see what people are doing, learn from it, get people's faces. Because, yeah, you're out protesting, but guess what? You're also getting crimes on camera. You're literally blasting people. And that's why I respect some people who pixelate faces on their Instagram posts, because if someone's if you're, if you're doing something bad, for example, there was a video where I saw a guy knock out a cop. Man, that 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 was awesome, right? Like the cop totally deserved it for those don't know that don't know this video. He chucked this man's property. He took it out of his hands, threw his property, and the cameraman did excellent work. They looked away. And by the time it came back, the cop was on the floor. But someone else decided to post the video with the person's face on it. That is digital snitching, yo. So I, 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 I don't understand. I I just need to because I'm confused and I I don't know if it's just me, but you're talking about not posting. Then I I don't I don't I don't understand. I definitely want to post, but don't put people's face in it. If you're gonna go out, that's the message from this. Well, what relation is that into the black screen? Because one thing you said is that it's not a correct way of activism. Exactly. Right. It's not. But my thing is activism. Like, there's no. It's a black and white. It's regression and activism. It's like, are we going to do something or are you not going to? Whether it gives a result or not, I believe that the black screen and this is like I just want to put a little bit of context because I only feel that it was just the black the Black Lives Matter hashtag that was hurt. 
But other than that, the whole power of social media is to share. And if so many people are posting black squares, maybe they don't even know what they're, yeah, they're not posting it. They're posting a square, but then everybody that they're posting it for sees what that is. They see the hashtag and they're going to start understanding and looking into it. I mean, like, again, like I'm looking at it, like, I know that, like, I don't know. I think that what you're saying is I, I get it. The black hashtag, it's just the black yeah, lives hash, matter hashtag was, yeah, I get it. We can agree to disagree on it. Yeah. And, and that, <laughs> that's the thing about activism. People do it in different ways. Some people peacefully protest. Some people go out and about that action, you know, do more and both are needed. And I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I'm not condemning, you know, I'm not being like, I'm, I'm not like, yo, you guys fucked up or like everybody who did that. I wasn't like trying to put them down either, but I, in my opinion, my activism, it works differently. I was still sharing things, but I still stand with people. And in fact, I, I, I try to put out as much as I can sign petitions, do the most, because in my opinion, that's just what works more. But what was the black, like, maybe I missed the memo then was the, like the black square wasn't it was just to post a black square and not do anything the whole day because I know I posted the black square, but I was also all day posting everything that I was seeing out. And that's what I saw a lot of my friends doing who also posted the black squares. And like, maybe that that's where I'm confused at. If, if it was yeah. just, Oh, we're going to post a black square and leave it there. But I, yeah, I mean, I didn't understand I, it either. I think anything for me, I, the way I see it, anything is better than nothing. Right. I mean, something even for somebody who's not doing anything like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who just don't even know how to begin or even what can, they can do to contribute, right? And there's so many different ways, which we, we'll probably get into here in a second. But I just think that, you know, when it comes down to it, anything is better than nothing. Mm. Anything, let's say someone's doing nothing but posting a black square, that didn't really help anything. Still in some In my opinion. It didn't help anything. What is it doing? What did it hurt? I, I get the Black Lives Matter quote, like which every, it, we try, everybody tried to fix after. Go ahead, Ant. Oh, it's a way of sharing, letting people know where you stand on the issue. It's basically and that's letting that you know right there. What side of what side of the revolution are you going to be on? You know, because I saw people who didn't post it, and for me, for me personally, I know who's. Even if it's just posting a post, it takes a lot, like for somebody who's like not, I'm going to say it for a white person, for them to post that, I, I see it a little bit different. I say, okay, you know what? At least this person, they are trying to do something. Now, granted, it's not the best form and not the most um, aggressive form of activism. Absolutely not. Can they do more? Yes. Can they donate? Can they keep posting? Yeah. But I don't think that by posting the Black Square on Blackout Tuesday, uh, that it, it it was meant in a negative form or way to kind of hinder more, right? I mean, again, it was executed poorly. I agree. Yeah. Black Lives Matter more than at it the hurt. Beginning. Sorry, Anthony. What? It helped more than it hurt. You know, it brought attention to the issue for for many. I'm sure, like people all over the world would would be wondering, like, what the hell is going on with the black screen? Yep. And then, I but yeah. I feel like yeah. it can also be a first step for somebody, you know, for somebody who's not never been on that front, like who's who who just doesn't know how to express it. The first thing all you have to do is just start off by posting that black square, yeah. and then you know you start to become a little bit more active. So, um, yeah, those were, I, feeling, those were our feelings on it. Um, I want to talk more about what's going, what's happening right now. What's happening right now? 
protest pro- protest in San Francisco where Elizabeth's at? Yes, definitely. Protest, activism, uh, petitions. These are all things you can do. We will have a link to our resource for all the petitions, right, Simon? That's the that's what the link is. Yep. I think for just everybody who wants to know how or ways they can help. I mean, there's so many different ways, whether it's starting with just posting a black square, you can sign petitions, you can text or call, donate. Um, there's so many different ways that you can be a part of this movement. Um, and we are going to put a link of it in our description uh, of this episode, also uh, on our Instagram account. So if you are wondering how, um, that would be a good place for you to start. Awesome. So in our bio, we will most likely have it. Uh, check the Check the post as well. And you'll get to see all, all of the numbers you can call, as you mentioned, everything like that. Um, in the future, I would like to just read off some, some next dates for in the Bay Area, if you're available. These are, or you know what, make yourself available. Try to hit one of these up, if you can. Of course, I don't want to force people into protesting if you don't want to. There's still a whole ass coronavirus, guys. Yeah, that's also a thing, huh? That's there's still a whole ass coronavirus and people are out here not wearing masks, not doing it's just it's kind of crazy, man. So, some future dates are to the day this episode comes out Thursday from 3 to 8 p.m. there will be a uh protest at City Hall in San Jose from 5 to 6:30. San Antonio Road and El Camino El Camino Real in Mountain View will also have a protest. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., the NAACP Virtual Town Hall will have a meeting. So you can search that up anywhere you are and uh, join. Get your voice heard uh, virtually as, as uh, we're going to bring up later. Uh, the 5th, Friday, June 5th, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m., Oak- Oakland, 7800 MacArthur Boulevard. 2 p.m. Pleasanton, Amador Valley Community Park. 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. San Jose City Hall, another protest. 3 to 4:30, Los Gatos Town Plaza Park in Los Gatos. 4 to 6 in San Jose, uh, also at City Hall. It looks like there's multiple people actually starting this. So or organizations, you know, a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. 5 to 7 p.m. on Friday in Sunnyvale at the City Line Redwood Square on Murphy Avenue. And in Santa Clara, 5 p.m. at Santa Clara Town Hall. Uh, there will be another protest hosted by non-black and black MENA folks. Saturday, June 6th, our very own Anthony's birthday. Oh, hey. 12 p.m. to 1.30, Palo Alto will have a protest at the city of Palo Alto City Hall. 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., San Jose, San Jose City Hall. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., Cupertino, Santa Clara Police Department. Careful. If you go, just be careful. Wear a mask. Yes. If someone you know is or has been arrested a Bay Area at a Bay Area protest, call 415-909-4NLG. 415-909-4NLG. And those are just some of the protests happening this weekend in the Bay Area. Keep yourself informed. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at WeTheBasement. 
Uh, don't know if we'll be keeping our Facebook. Just kidding. Maybe something to think about, right? <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think it's time to get into this week's shit show of the week. Simon, take us off. All right. Um, I'm going to give the shit show of the week to anybody out there who is using All Lives Matter as a movement. Um, and the reason why I say that is All Lives Matter starts when everybody's lives matter, actually. And the reason for the Black Lives Matter movement, for anybody who is supporting this All Lives Matter cause, um, is to make sure that, obviously, our lives count. Um, one really great uh, analogy I heard was if one house was on fire and the fire truck came uh, and they didn't shower every other house with water, would you be upset and say all houses matter? I think not. Um, I think if you are using this all lives matter statement as a counter to the Black Lives Matter movement, you are the shit show of this week. Totally agree. Nice. Well, all, all lives, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. Exactamento. To not to not include Black Lives first is to be ignorant, or just arrogant. Like, arrogant to the fact that there is a system put in place to keep Black people down. And if you don't see this yet, please research please see how there was a, a mob of white people in 19, 1921 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. Have you ever heard about it? No, because it was burned down. 300 people died. 800 people were gravely injured because white people decided that black people were progressing too much and they burnt down the Greenwood district where many of them had their own companies, their own schools. The most prosperous African-American community in the United States, and it was burned down. And many people couldn't recoup after that. Redlining, as Simon mentioned, all of these things have been to keep black people down, oppressed ever since slavery. If you don't see that, open your eyes. Read a book. Learn, please. All right. And with now, that, I think it's time to get into this week's shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. All right. This week's Shout out of the week goes to Jeremy the G. Uh, that's what I'm going to call him. I don't want to say his last name because I don't want to be a, a snitch. But he said it himself in a recent virtual town hall meeting for Los Angeles. A brave man called in and decided just to give a piece of his mind to what was happening in L.A. Let's go ahead and listen. Can you hear me? Hi, yes. Black Lives Matter defund the police. I find it disgusting that the LAPD is slaughtering peaceful protesters on the street. I had two friends go to the protest in Beverly Hills a couple of days ago, and the protest was peaceful. And so the police showed up with their excessive, violent force, 
shooting rubber bullets and throwing tear gas. Is this what you think of protecting and serving? Because I think it's bullshit. Fuck you, Michael Moore. I refuse to call you an officer or a chief because you don't deserve those titles. You are a disgrace. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. Thank you, Adam Ramirez. <laughs> Jeremy, you are a savage. To be able to just, I mean, yeah, you know, it's virtual, whatever, but to be able to do that in 30 seconds, that's all the time he had. That's called time management, people. That is a skill. He practiced this in front of the mirror at least 10 times. Oh, yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Okay, cool. Defund the police. Black Lives Matter. Fuck you. Just goes off. That's how we have to have our messages set because if we don't know what we stand for, what, what will people know what to give us, right? This man knew his objective. He knew what he was going to say. Fuck the LAPD. They were brutalizing people. Violent. The protest was peaceful until they decided to come through and shoot rubber bullets, mace people that are literally just standing there. It's happened in San Jose, too. Maybe not as excessive, but definitely it's been there so and and one they're trying to get one of the officers fired because he couldn't even control his shit so to you jeremy i respect you i love that you went off you gave it your all you gave these people a piece of your mind and by god your message got across in 30 seconds so for that i'm giving you this week's shadow of the week shadow of the week Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. And before we got we go into our next segment, is there anything else you guys want to touch on that happened this week? I'm sure we're gonna be discussing it next week. I think this is definitely gonna be an updating um scenario where um hopefully you know the result is is change. So um for now. I think we yield our time, just like our shout out of the week, <laughs> Mr. Jeremy G. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a I question to ponder. Do you guys think it's going to get better before, I mean, it's going to get worse before it's going to get better? It's going to absolutely get worse before it gets better. Just think about it, right? It took all 50 states. It took protests. It took worldwide inclusion. It took, um, you know, so much just to get four cops charged with something with murder so for us to get change and police accountability and things that we want like actual change for our future um it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better and i think that it could have got a lot better before it got worse if we just had this black Lives matters um i guess spotlight um a lot earlier but hey we're here now we're fighting we're going to keep pushing until we get what we want. And that's change. Yeah. Nice. And with that, let's wrap it up with some words of wisdom. Um, started it off, Mr. Ricky. I would just like to say that the time for peaceful protests was years ago we saw that it wasn't as it wasn't as effective as we thought now action is being done you're hearing the people you're finally hearing how they feel and it's time for a change this isn't a riot 
It's a rebe- it's a rebellion. And I hope to one day call it a revolution, but for it to be a revolution, there has to be changes. Let's fight for those changes. Let's come together. Because what the oppressor always tries to do is give up the hope, make hope go away for those that are oppressed. That's the way they win. And I want everyone out there to know, don't give up hope. We all came together. We all got those police officers charged. That was us. That was all of us putting in time, effort to make it, to to bring awareness to it, to sign petitions, send emails. We did that. There's power in numbers and we overpower the government in numbers. And the way we really make change is not just by by asking for it, but by bringing it into the government. Vote for people that meet your causes. Vote for change. Remember that. Ferguson just voted their first black mayor because they know they need a change. The world, the, the nation needs change. Let's make that change. Nice. It's a lot of words for your wisdom. Thank you. Let's go with Simon. Um, I, I just think that in these times, um, I, I call to everyone to um, make a stance on, on, on what's going on. Um, I think a, a quote I, I've heard or seen thrown around right now is if you don't fall, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Um, and right now is the time to make your voice heard. Um, don't be silent to these social inequalities that you see going on. In my opinion, silence is murder um, if you see it happen. Um, I just hope that, you know, everybody who's um, involved in this, whether you be in the protest, whether you're at home, whether you're, you know, wherever you are, just make the effort. Um, as we as we saw, it, it takes a lot for a little to happen. Um, and it's going to just take a lot more of those littles to make it really happen. So keep on keeping on and, and let, let's let's keep it going. Nice. Thank you. And last but not least, I just want to leave you off with this. Very short, very simple. Viva la resistance. And by any means necessary. So with that, I just want to say thanks again for joining us. Tune in again next week because we are out. Hey there, thanks again for listening to this episode of Down in the Basement Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at We the Basement. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until then, see you next week.